Welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk, where sales leaders go for advice, tips, and resources to hire high-performing sales talent. If you find the hiring process challenging or have been disappointed when a hire couldn't sell, you're not alone. Make your sales hiring interviews rock with Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Here are your co-hosts, Jennifer Leak and Suzanne Paling. We continue to invite guests to discuss an important current topic, the candidate experience. Today's guest is Kevin F. Davis, founder and president of Topline Leadership, helping sales organizations with best practice processes for salespeople and sales managers. He lives in Reno, Nevada, and is the author of Slow Down, Sell Faster, and The Sales Manager's Guide to Greatness. This is the first of three interviews with Kevin as he shares tips, ideas, and advice to improve the candidate experience in your first interviews. Thank you for joining us today, Kevin. We've been looking forward to having you on the podcast to talk about what Jennifer and I call step one in the hiring process, the phone interview. In your excellent book, The Sales Manager's Guide to Greatness, you write about a topic few sales leadership authors touch on, the phone interview or what some call the screening interview. Jennifer and I often refer to the phone interview as the most misunderstood part of the hiring process because neither the hiring sales manager nor the candidate come prepared or know what a good one looks like. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think that many of our clients have people other than the sales manager or the sales director actually conducting the screening interview, which I think is a mistake. I would encourage every manager out there who manages a sales team and is considering hiring somebody that they do a screening interview, but the purpose of it should not be to knock somebody out. I mean, so often the mistake I think that managers make is they kind of attach this culture fit thing, which if we were to say, okay, so you're looking to hire somebody who will fit your company culture, how would you describe culture fit? And they can't. It morphs into a feeling, a gut about whether or not a certain individual has what it takes to succeed. In many cases, we are hiring in our own self-image and that can lead to missing some good people and other problems that HR might have with that. No, that's a, a good way to look at it. You make some good points there. I have found sales leaders conducting phone screens fall into three categories. Those who have a casual, unfocused chat with the candidates, those who like what they hear and begin interviewing candidates right then and there for the open position, and those who understand the purpose of the phone screen and conduct it accordingly. In your work with sales leaders, have you found this to be the case? Well, certainly preparation is an important part of success. And I think a lack of preparation is somebody that's just trying to knock somebody out and trying to get on and figure out, is there one person out of a bunch of people that maybe I could bring in for an interview? To me, it's an opportunity to ask some thought-provoking questions. It should be kept short, obviously. I mean, that's one of the values to it. I can only say that one of my worst experiences as a manager was when I went on a company peak performer trip, you know, top 5% of the sales organization down at some resort in Mexico. And, and I bumped into a candidate who was working for my company, whom I had interviewed three years prior, and I rejected him. He signed on with another office at our company in another location. And I realized that, you know, within about two and a half years, he had written, risen to the top 
5% in a 1,500-person sales organization. So that was somebody that obviously it was a bad hiring decision. And I, I think that's, it takes a confident individual to rise to the responsibility of sales management. But I think there are times we have to lose our self-confidence and be open to the thought that how many mistakes have I made in hiring? I mean, we all know the cost of a bad hire is somebody that we hire that doesn't return a benefit. But what about the good candidates that we miss? And that, I think, is the opportunity that we have to be open to in this screening interview is the fact that maybe I'm not the world's greatest hiring manager and be open to trying to get better at it, which I think is a great purpose for your podcast. Kevin, I was when you met the guy, was it someone that was during the phone screen you released him or was it later in the interview process? It was it was later in the interview process that I had released him, but he made it through four out of the five steps in my hiring process. But I did, in fact, release him. But the reason I released him was a gut feel that I had that originated in the initial screen. And again, as managers, we often equate a bad hiring decision with somebody we hire that doesn't return a benefit. But what about all the people that we could have hired that we missed? We we all have those, but we don't oh, yes. think about them very much. No. And if we did, perhaps it would make us better in each step, including the initial screen. What do you think that candidate had, Kevin, that maybe you missed or misinterpreted that another manager picked up on and went ahead and hired him? As I recall, and this has been over 20 years, so you're testing my memory, Suzanne. <laughs> Oh, this is one that you don't forget. So uh, to me, it was a lack of commitment to the area that he was working in. I mean, he was fairly new to the area. He obviously was is at that stage of life where he had moved to another location and signed on with our company there. But he knew after the interview process with me that our company was the one he wanted to work for. He just wasn't able to work in the territory that I was talking to him about. I think that was part of it. There might have been something else, but... It's been so long, it's hard for me to recall exactly. I recall a young lady I interviewed for a sales position years ago, and I was just concerned that she was a little bit too young and a little bit too energetic and maybe naive. And all these years later, looking back on it, I think to myself, well, I wonder if that would have been a good injection into the sales staff that I did have. But at the time, it was the decision I made. I've always wondered about that. Well, yeah. And and, I mean, if you look at your sales team and I mean, the next new high is the very future of your team. And hopefully that next new hire has the potential to transform the success culture of your sales team. Because if this person responds to your coaching, your development, the training and that you provide to a new person and excels in the timeframe that, you know, that your company uh, expects, other people notice. And when they pass by other less producing salespeople, those people will swim a little harder to catch up. So the potential of bringing on new blood, for lack of a better description, is a hugely important task in building a successful sales team. We're here to be a resource for you. Visit saleshiringstraighttalk.com to listen to more episodes in the growing podcast library. Sales Hiring Straight Talk. So your sales hiring interviews rock.